Praise the Lord, my friends. Thank you so much for joining this podcast, the podcast of D.A. Smith Ministries. It is my prayer that the word of God that you hear today will bless you, empower you, and encourage you. Listen in to the word of God as it is taught and or preached and enjoy this podcast. God bless you. And I'm going to talk about smart investments. Smart investments. Smart investments. Smart investments. Now, Father, help us in Jesus' name. For the clarity of thought and speech, I pray you give us understanding. I pray you will help us now to teach your word on this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, most of us are familiar with what an investment is. If you've worked on a job, you've had a 401k, uh, and you, you have money going to an uh, investment account. Um, some have bought stocks. Some have done different things that was an investment. You had maybe a, a money market account of some sort, uh, maybe bought real estate. But uh, just to bring everybody up to speed, I'm going to give a short uh, uh, working definition, if you will, of what an investment is. In short, an investment is the allocating of resources into an endeavor, an asset, a business, or real estate, etc., with the expectation of the generation of income or profit. So when you are uh, doing an investment, you are allocating resources into an endeavor or an asset could be a business, could be real estate, with the expectation that this is going to generate for you some income or in a profit. And that's what an investment is. Now, I want to deal with three investments that we commonly make this morning, because you can't deal with all of them. Three uh, common investments that we make. We usually invest our money. We usually invest our time. And we usually invest our house. We usually invest our money. We usually invest our time. And we usually invest our house. And it's not uncommon for these three to be linked together, all right? Because most people, most of us, if we look at it through the lens, through a different lens, most most of us, we put our money where? (laughs) Where our heart is, all right? If we have something that we love, we have something that we love to do, we have a hobby, if we have a craft, if we have somebody, if we have something that uh, is close and dear to our heart, we don't mind 
putting money toward it or putting money into it, okay? Because we feel like it is adding to us. We feel like even if it's, it's not something major, it's adding to our heart just by its presence being there. All right? I'll, I'll break it down even for the kids. If you uh, have this interest for a game, uh, a Nintendo, <laughs> y'all don't get me. If you love a Nintendo and you play Nintendo all day, you don't mind spending your allowance money on, Ninten on Nintendo games. Why? Because that Nintendo it has a place in your heart because it keeps you entertained. And so you'll go without just about a pair of jeans if it means you can get a new Nintendo Because in your mind, oh, I can get a pair of jeans another day. I'm going to be on this game all week, all summer. So let me Go get me another basketball or the new Mario game. All right? And so that's, that's where we put our money. And it's also where we put our time. It's where we put our time. It's where we put our time. Okay? It's where we put our time. Let's look at Matthew uh Let's see. I want you to see it for yourself. Matthew chapter six. We're gonna. This is gonna be our focus verses today. Matthew chapter six. Matthew chapter six. Verse 21. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. You know what your treasure is? Your treasure is your pocketbook. <laughs> your wallet. All right? So the place where your treasure is, is where you will most want to be. Because the two attract each other. Where my money is, that's where I'm going to want. That's where my energy and my time is going to be spent. All right? You, you don't mind spending time at the job. Well, maybe you do, but you get what I'm saying. It's not a big deal because you know uh, come Friday or the 15th, the 30th or the 15th, you know what? There's going to be some treasure. Alright? So you invest your time because of the income and the profit that's coming from that. 
But what makes an investment change from being a smart one? All right, so we're talking about smart investment. What makes an investment change from being a smart one to an unwise one is when you find that you are spending your money, your time, and your heart on things that are not going to ultimately yield an increase in your life. All right? That's when your investment is unwise. It's not going to yield an increase in your life. I want you to type in the comments, I don't have time to waste. I don't have time to waste. Somebody might feel, somebody might even feel the unction to type in there, I don't have money to waste. <laughs> I don't have money to waste. I don't have time to waste. All right? And so if I'm going to invest my time, if I'm going to invest my money, if I'm going to put my heart into something, it's got to be something that's going to yield increase in my life because my time is not uh, eternal on this side. My eternal time don't start until my close, my eyes close permanently on this side. That's when my eternal time starts. Until then, I have to work while it's day. I have to get things done that are going to be productive and conducive for my transition from earth to glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And if it's not going to help me get from earth to glory, if it's not going to contribute to me building the kingdom, if it's not going to help me get from faith to faith, from glory to glory, if it's not going to help me, if it's going to harm me, I don't have time for it. Glory to God. If it's not going to help build my family, if it's not going to glory to God, Build, hallelujah, the vision that God has given me and help push me and project me forward. I don't have time to put my heart into it. It may be a good idea, but it's not a God idea for me. It may be a good idea, but it's for somebody else. Are you listening to me this morning? Hear the Lord today that we have to make sure we are making smart investment. All right? And this is true naturally and this is true spiritually. <clears throat> and I believe we all have areas in our life right now, even as I speak, where we are, are invested, uh, 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 I, we have invested our time, our finances, and our heart uh, right now and, and, and if you be honest, and if I be honest, we ain't, we haven't yielded no fruit of increase. Uh, think about it. You've been doing this for years. You've been uh, uh, putting money there for years. Been putting your heart into this for years. 
And has it done anything for you? Has it done anything for anybody? Is it a smart investment? Song says, if I can help somebody as I travel, if what you have been doing hasn't helped you, hasn't helped somebody, was it or is it a smart investment? Smart investment. Now, here's the caveat to that. Investments take time. All right? You have to have patience because you can't invest $100 into a money market, for example, and then go back next week and get upset because you don't have uh, $175. It don't don't work that way. (laughs) Say, See, that wasn't, that wasn't a smart investment. Mm-mm. It does take time, but hear me, it doesn't take forever. Investments take time, but it does not take forever. And you, through the aid of the Holy Ghost, and through the leading of the Lord, you have to know how and when to say, okay, it's time. Jesus gave an example of this. Luke chapter 13, verse number 6. Praise God. Luke chapter 13, verse number 6. He spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree vineyard, and he came, sought fruit thereon, and found none. And said unto the dresser vineyard, Behold, these three years, three years now, I came seeking fruit on this fig tree and found none. This is what he said. Cut it down. <laughs> Cut it down. Why cometh it the ground? This, this wasting good ground. And he answered, said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit, well, and if not, then after thou shall cut it down. The dresser was trying to get another year. He was trying his best. He said, let me work with it one more year. But that man was fed up. He said, now I done come through here three years and I haven't seen no fruit from this fig tree. It looks like it should have some fruit, but it don't have no fruit. Just a tree. My God. You have to be careful with misrepresentation. Things that show up in your life that look like they are it.
they look like and they sound like and they talk like this is it. And before you know it, you are putting all of your energy and effort into uh, what you think is the thing that you should be. And you find out later, praise God, that it's just a counterfeit. Help me, Holy Ghost. You found out later it's just a counterfeit. And the reason you know because you never get no increase from it. You never get no increase. You never get any uh, fruit. See, anybody can say they saved. Anybody can say they love the Lord. Anybody can say that they, oh, they love Jesus and they say sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost and that with a mighty burning fire. But Jesus said, by this you shall know that they shall know that you are my disciples, that you love. That's a fruit of the Spirit. See, the evidence of the Holy Ghost is not just tongue. It's also fruit. Lord, have mercy. Not just tongue, it's also fruit. Because uh, a lot of people have good tongues, but they don't have no, no fruit. And so that makes the tongue questionable. Did you learn that? Did you go in a room and learn that? Did they teach that to you? Because you don't have no fruit. Mean is a radical. Mean, starchy, come on here. And so I want to know where's the fruit? Where's the fruit? And so we got to make sure we're dealing with the real thing when we make our investments, the real deal. Because you get, you end up being frustrated. Lord, help me here. You'd be frustrated and you'd be discouraged from all the time, money, and, and your heart that you spent in the false thing until the real investment comes that you should be making. You, you don't want to invest. When the, when the real thing comes across that you should be investing, you so burnt out from the thing that you did not, should not have invested in, you don't want to invest. And that could create a missed opportunity. That could create a missed opportunity. I feel the Holy Ghost and the Lord leading me this morning. That could create a missed opportunity. That could create a missed opportunity. Huh? Because of what you experienced messing around with a fig tree for three years that did not bear fruit. Because it just looked like it should have been a fig tree. And so we have to be careful with our investment. Now, I want to ask you this as I close, because I I gotta I gotta bring this to the spiritual side. Spiritually speaking, could it be that we are investing too much? into this world 
Could it be that we are investing too much? Think about it. We invest in too much into this world and not enough into securing our eternal home. Oh, our eternal home, don't worry, it's already it's already there. But you know, you got to do your part to make you good. It's just like a house that's built, all right, in a subdivision brand new. That house is there. But if you don't do your part, making sure you fix your finances, making sure you don't mess up anything before the closing date. They call it the settlement date. If you don't, if you make sure you don't mess up anything before that date, all right, because if you mess up something before that date, that house uh, is not going to be yours. So you can you can mess up by starting to spend and do uh, frivolous things and spend too much on the home that you have right now, the temporary home that you have right now. So you starting to go buy a bunch of stuff for the house that you live in now. Why are you doing that? You should be waiting to buy the things uh, for the things that's to come. All right. All right. Too much time being spent, too much money being spent, too much heart being put into the things of this world. The scripture says, Matthew chapter 6, verse 19. Lay not up yourself for yourselves treasure upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rough rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. This, uh, these earthly possessions are not good investments because anything we have here on earth can easily be destroyed, stolen. If you don't believe it, think back two years. All right? All it takes is one good natural disaster and everything that you so uh, uh, um, protective about and all of these materialistic things can be gone in one tornado, one hurricane, one instant thing can happen, one fire, anything, one burglary, bur bur burglary excuse me, can take away all of this earthly thing that amounts to nothing. Right? And so at this point, we should be on that which is above. Invest into the kingdom. Invest into our spirit man. How do I do that, Pastor Dan? With fasting, with prayer, seeking God's kingdom first. Verse 33 of this same chapter. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all these things shall be added unto you. When you put God first, when you put the kingdom of God first, invest into the kingdom. Pay your tithes. Pay your tithes. Pay and your offerings. Make sure you give other offerings. See, do what you can for the kingdom of God. Make sure you still support 
Make sure you do whatever you can for the kingdom of God first. In your time, your effort, put your heart into the kingdom. God said, I will make sure you don't uh, uh, go without. Sure, praise God, that everything else you need is taken care of. You'll never go wrong. I heard a preacher say the other night, I can't agree, I can't, I can't agree more. God will always pay you back more than what you put in. God will always pay you back more than what you put in. He will always give you increase on what your best investment is, be it time, money, your effort. And so I challenge us today as I come to a close to make a smart investment. What is a smart investment? What is the best smart investment? That's the kingdom of God. And as you acknowledge God first, put him in it. These natural investments that we have to choose to, to make, God said, I will lead you in the right path. I direct you. Sometimes we have made bad investments and choices simply because we put God second. And we put him last. But he said, if you put my kingdom first, I'll lead you and guide you on all things beside me. But I would not have anything uh, ahead of me. But everything else in your life, I will lead and guide, guide you. And everything else that comes behind me in your life that you need to deal with and decide, praise God, I will guide you and direct you for that. And so let's make smart investments as we continue on in this Christian journey. God bless you today. I pray you've been blessed by the word of the Lord.